Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. How low do the Lady Vols have to go to fire Kelly Harper? Let's uh, jump into that right now. And it is our topic for Four Downs brought to you by Dynasty Pools and Spas. So let me start you off with this. We're going to hop in the hot tub with Cooper Mays. Coop, what should people do? Cooper Mays here. Hit like and subscribe. Yeah, that's right. And uh, John, are you comfortable hopping in the hot tub with Cooper? (laughs) Coop here. First down. All right. Uh, how bad does Tennessee's final record have to be to be a, a pretty big strike against Kelly Harper? Because we know it's a postseason sport, but you also can go five and twenty-four or something like Wade Houston did, and that looks pretty darn bad. So, at what point does the regular season record really hurt Kelly Harper, John? Well, I just go back to the last coach, uh, Holly Worley. Yes. I often confuse the two and call Kelly Holly. Uh, Holly was there seven years. She um, was fired. She went to the NCAA tournament every year. She went to three Elite Eights. And I thought Tennessee did need to make a change because the program was declining. And Tennessee once had the preeminent program in college women's college basketball. Obviously, doesn't anymore. I don't expect the next coach to be any come anywhere near uh, matching Pat Summit. That she's one of the greatest coaches of all time. But just out of respect, what for what Pat Summit did with this program, it needs to do do more than what Kelly is delivering. I mean, it's just, uh, Dan, but see, I don't know how low it has to go. Maybe it has to lose the rest of its games because Danny White gave her a contract extension after last season. That tells me that the administration is fine if the Lady Vols make the NCAA tournament, reach the Sweet 16, which it did. I guess I look at this program differently than all the others at Tennessee. Because to me, the program is Pat Summit, and she's no longer with us. There's a statue there prominently displayed of Pat Summit to remind us what she accomplished, eight national titles, too many Final Fours to count. But just out of respect for what she built, I think it's incumbent on Tennessee to maintain a certain level of, of competence in the sport. It's just gradually 
falling into nothingness. Uh, I mean, I think it will make the NCAA tournament. Well, but if it, it did, if it didn't make the NCAA tournament, to me, you you would have to fire. But I don't think it will. I just think it will muddle along. Ted says, uh, well said, John Adams. Uh, I agree with everything you said. Caleb, as far as a regular season record, Tennessee's 12 and 7. I think the regular season record would take, if we we're talking about men's basketball, because of a point you brought up yesterday, would be not making the tournament. But Tennessee, because they want them in the tournament so bad, could win 17 games and get in the tournament. So I don't know that there's really an answer to my question. Maybe it's just stupid. That that's how Holly Warlick got in her last year. That Tennessee team, John probably remembers, had no business going to the NCAA tournament, but they wanted the Lady Vols in the NCAA tournament. Sure. And um yeah, sorry, I agree. One... No, I agree, Caleb. It, it did. Tennessee's such a brand name, and so uh with the sport, but the, the brand name, it's it's losing so much of its luster year by year. And I don't think I really don't think the NCAA cares now if Tennessee's in the tournament. No, Ooh. they don't. But here's a, a larger maybe problem. Slipped, maybe slipped at that point. That's well, strange. they they might because here's a larger problem, and this is why I don't know if Danny White will make a move. I think he will, but John, to bolster your point, I'll get to that in a minute. To bolster your point, the reason it may just be qualifying for the NCAA tournament, maybe all that matters. LSU, it came out yesterday. The women's basketball program lost seven point eight million dollars, despite all the hype behind Angel Reese and everything. There, that it's it's a it's a money pit women's basketball right now for most programs. I think Danny White is seeing that. And in an age of NIL where you have to be a little more meticulous with your dollars is thinking, is it worth investing heavily in women's basketball when you just won't get the financial return out of it? Well, I, I, that, that leads us to second down. And this, this sounds awful, but Cooper Mays here. Second down. Does he, does Danny White really care? I mean, he's a money guy. This sport, even in its heyday under Pat Summit, lost a million dollars. Is that why he signed Tennessee, uh, Tennessee's Kelly Harper up for a contract? I mean, does he really care at the end of the day, or does he just want to cover his potential losses, John? Because if you could break even, that's more money that you could spend on NIL. But you got to have it because of Title IX. Yeah, that may be, that could be how he, he looks at it. Uh, I just have a hard time justifying why, when he gives uh, when he gives a coach an extension for making the Sweet Sixteen of the NCAA tournament, that to me tells you all you needed to know. If he would have been the co the AD when Holly Warlick was in charge, he wouldn't have fired Holly Warlick. She was doing better than Kelly is. So why? I mean. It's it's almost like I can't expect a guy that's not a Tennessee guy to understand what the Lady Vols mean to the community, and he's not a Tennessee guy. It's not a knock on him. If he wants to save money so he can spend more in NIL and get another Nico, nobody's going to complain. Uh, Caleb, do you think he look he views the Lady Vols way different than we do? I guess is the question. Possibly, but I'm just going to say that might be a good thing. I think one of the reasons the Lady Vols are struggling right now is because the Lady Vols have this idea, Lady Vol fan base has this idea of what they should be. And it's very Notre Dame and football-esque. And it's the reason Notre Dame hasn't won a national championship since 1989. Is many hot. of the fans... <laughs> you no, shouldn't do that when talking about women's sports. That is a hot take. Maybe you just shouldn't throw money at it anymore. And, I mean, Because I, remember... Listen, I run a business. I've... I've had to make decisions of stuff I'm not throwing money at anymore. Well, what I was actually going to things like the coaching hires itself 
if John remembers this, when Dave Hart made the difficult decision, and it was difficult, to, he basically forced Pat Summit to turn the whistle over to Holly Warlick. That upset a lot of fans. And I'm like, guys, y'all really want somebody who has this serious, serious illness coaching on the sidelines? That's not, you, you can't have that. And then when Fulmer tried to do a coaching search, Lady Vol's community just hounded on him and said, you've got to get a Summit protege. you got to get a former Lady Vol who played for Summit. Why? Why? This is the stuff that derails programs. This is what derailed Alabama until they hired Nick Saban. They kept saying, oh, we got to find a Bear Bryant's protege. we got to find a guy who was tied to Bear. And I think the Lady Vol community is more detrimental to the Lady Vol success than anything that could possibly. They are more detrimental than anything to the Lady Vol success, the Lady Vol fan base. That's that's a valid assessment, and it's true in some ways, but that's part of the fan base. Not all of the fan base is like that. And now that it's had two former Lady Vols, integral, I mean, Holly Warlick was as Lady Vol as you could get. She played and starred for Tennessee teams. She was a longtime assistant coach under Summit. Tennessee had no choice but to hire her. The transition was going to be traumatic no matter what. It had to hire her. and I mean, it couldn't. It couldn't say, Pat, you know, it's not a good idea for you to keep coaching. And it wasn't a good idea. It wasn't a good idea. But then you can't, and then you're going to say, but we're not going to appoint your assistant to replace you, your longtime assistant. No, it, that is what needed to be done. And Tennessee gave her seven years, and she won – Quite a few games. She made the tournament every year, three elite eights, as I said, but the program was slipping. Okay, so then Tennessee makes the decision. I guess there was enough pressure from boosters. Philip Fulmer, I'm sure, wanted nothing to do with women's basketball. Oh, I got to hire somebody. Tennessee could have hired the Louisville coach, who's one of the best coaches in the country. He wanted the job. And he would have come here probably for the, probably for the same amount of money he was making at Louisville, but as Caleb pointed out, oh no, you limit yourself when you say you got to get a lady vol, someone with uh, Tennessee ties, or even you limit yourself even when you say, well, you got to have a woman coach. No, you got to have the best coach you can get if you want to do if you want to do credit to Pat Summit's legacy. And that's kind of how I look at this. I agree. I look Pat, at it. Because... Summit would would not back any of her former players just because they're former players. She would give you the honest assessment and say, "That's a great coach. That's a okay coach. That's a crappy coach. Don't hire." And I, I yeah, I just think again, Pat Summit had an incredible positive impact on the University of Tennessee. It went way beyond sports. Everybody knew Pat Summit. She was an incredible goodwill ambassador for the university, for all of East Tennessee, for the state. Agreed. And, that, and that's what bothers me about the what's happening with the program now. It's just it's just going down, down, down. It's not falling off the map. It's a, it's a sad, slow slide. Um, is the Sweet 16 the worst thing that could happen for the Lady Balls? What down is that, Coop? Tennessee center, Cooper Mays here. Third down. I'm going to ask each of us a question. 60 seconds, Dynasty Pools and Spas mentioned off the hook sports. Get $500 off any spa you choose. 
Imagine having the best spas made right here in the United States of America in your backyard. Dynasty Pools and Spas, their showroom is open in Athens right off the interstate. You can stop by and check out the best hot tubs and spas in the market. And then delivery, yes, they can do that. It's Knoxville or Chattanooga. They've got complete support spa cover and chemicals to keep your spa bubbling at its best. They also have pool chemicals as well. Dynasty Pools and Spas, amazing discounts for first responders, military, and even some blemish models. It can save you a ton, and no one will ever notice. Mention Off the Hook Sports, get $500 off. Mention Off the Hook Sports, get $500 off. Dynasty Pools and Spas. Go to DynastyPoolsAndSpas.com or stop by that showroom in Athens. DynastyPoolsAndSpas.com. Dynasty Pools and Spas. So it was back in 2008 that a school called Georgia, maybe you've heard of them, won the uh, SEC uh, basketball tournament. So they had to hold on to Dennis Felton because he got in the NCAA tournament. I'm going to go ahead and tell you that Tennessee making the Sweet 16 this year, if they can even do that, is the worst possible thing that could happen. Winning a championship is the best, right? But not making the tournament or getting bounced in the first two rounds would be better because then you would definitely make a change. John, thoughts on that logic? Am I right or wrong? Uh, yeah, I kind of agree with that. But then here's the other factor in it. I'm not sure Tennessee cares that much. So <laughs> even if even if Kelly was the coach, I mean, if you said, okay, we this is not good enough, Tennessee – uh, we're not satisfied with the Sweet 16. We certainly aren't satisfied with not making the tournament. Need to make a coaching change. You fire Kelly Harper. Okay, well, then who do you hire? You, yep, you've got to go out and try and get one of the best coaches in the country. Uh, or otherwise, I guess just keep Kelly around. You should have just kept Holly around. Let me rephrase the question for Caleb. If you want to be elite, is the Sweet 16 the worst thing that could happen for Tennessee's Lady Ball program? Oh, it's absolutely the worst. It's as bad as you guys remember 2006. Uh, there was a rumor that Shula could have kept his job if he had beaten Auburn that year. Yeah. And I think I think every Alabama fan looks back and they're like, thank God Alabama lost to Auburn that game. And so, I mean... <laughs> It's uh, it's it's absolutely the worst if they go to the Sweet 16. You want them <laughs> bounced out early, yeah. John's been incredible this time. What down, Coop? All SEC center Cooper Mays here, fourth down. Okay, last thing. Let's say Tennessee makes the Sweet 16, which is very possible even of the 12 and seven record because we know that they're going to be big time favorites over the first team they play because it is still women's bat. Well, maybe not depending on their seating. Um, but what do you think will ultimately forget the seeding stuff? Just take that aside. What do you think ultimately happens this year? John, if you were to predict based off we're unsure if Danny White even cares nearly as much as a lot of the fans do, we know the fans can undermine a potential hire. He knows that. So how do you see this thing ending at the end of the day? Well, I see Tennessee uh, edging into the uh, NCAA tournament field just barely, maybe by game, maybe less for in, and then losing first or second game in the tournament and uh, Kelly Harper returning as coach. Ouch. I, I, okay, let me get – let's – one second, and then Caleb, I'll 
because you you you're very tuned in with Lady Vols. That would be awful. Um, that would just be purely awful to Pat Summit's legacy. And uh, I think there's going to be a change made. I think that, and the reason I think so is because Danny White's been so quiet about it. So I just get the feeling this is me on the outside looking in that they they make a change. Caleb, you tell me, sir. I agree with you, Dave. I think I think they, I, John. I agree that's what happens, but I think Danny White fires Kelly Harper, and I've seen Danny White's track record as a hire at Buffalo, as a hire at UCF. He found women's basketball coaches at both of those programs that are doing very well. We're talking about we talk about him fundraising. He's the best coach hirer in the country of any athletic director, and his track record proves it. I think he knows that. There are candidates out there right now that are really, really good in coaching that would take the Lady Vol job in a heartbeat on a discount too. And so I have more faith in him than I ever had, for instance, in John Curry in 2017, when I knew that John Curry didn't know what he was doing when he didn't fire Butch Jones. I think Danny White's a little bit different story. And so I think that's what they'll do and what they should do. And the biggest thing is, I know we keep talking about the legacy of Pat Summit. If Tennessee is going to be successful long-term, they have to let Summit rest in peace. They have to bury Pat Summit, and they have to actually think about the future of the program. The same way Alabama had to bury the hat. That's what they finally said when they hired Nick Saban. They can't think about even Summit's legacy. Because I even think part of the reason the program fell behind was Pat Summit was such a purist at the end, canceling the series with UConn over wasn't that big of a recruiting violation Gina was doing. I mean, you can't do things like that. Um, thinking. I agree with that, John. It's 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 a shame that uh, Greg Schiano is not able to make the decision because uh, right now he would probably be flaming out as a coach, and Tennessee likes to hire their former coaches as athletic directors, so maybe he'd be making that decision. Thought I'd throw a little hey. in there. I knew you liked that. Sorry. Uh, when I when I keep talking about Summit's legacy and how much it it means to the state and to the area and to the program. I'm not saying Tennessee needs to recreate what Pat Summit did. I say you don't forget about Pat Summit. You honor her legacy, but the program going forward has to be somebody else's program now. It doesn't have to have any it doesn't have to have any Lady Vol connections to it. It just needs to be Make it on your own. And that's the best way to honor Pat Summit. And I just kind of feel like, and maybe this is, uh, I don't know, maybe I'm being too sentimental, sentimental here, but I just admired her a lot for what she did. And I just kind of think it Tennessee owes her that much. And, but again, not, you honor her by getting the best coach you can. Amen. And, and you don't worry about Lady Vols past. How many Lady Vol coaches, how many former Lady Vol players have been raging successes as a head coach? Uh, would you say raging, not Carol Lawson? No, raging. not raging. No, He's been good. No. But... Yeah. No, I'm, very I'm, similar. I'm with you. And I would say this too about Pat Summit. I have no doubt that she would make the hard decision. Let's say she were the athletic director. Okay. Like she didn't get sick, but she didn't want to coach anymore. She would make the hard decision in terms of, I don't think this is the person to hire. 
just like she made the hard decisions and we can debate it. She won't play UConn anymore. She knew that would hurt women's basketball, but she took a stand. She did 15,000 media interviews asking the same question individually with each television station before or after practice. She did all kinds of things that she didn't want to do because she thought it was best for women's basketball as a program. 